Hilchas Bechidir, Perik Lama, the final Perik. Right, that's true. So we have some time. Hamechir Shemachar Karko, when a person sells, whether it's land or movable property. Somebody else was on behalf of the buyer. Shlomi died without telling him. So Ruvain sold something to Shimon, but Shimon wasn't there. He told this guy, listen, I want to sell this to Shimon. I think it's going to be a good buy for him, but I don't want anybody else to, to, to get it first. Why don't you, why don't you act on his age on his behalf? Now, Shimon has no idea what's, that any of this is happening. Yad Lekechal, you know, the Dinis is that the Lekech, the buyer, Shimon, on whose behalf this is being done, he has the best of both worlds. If he, if he hears about it, and he says... Exactly. That's exactly the point. If the buyer decides that that's a good idea when he finds out about it, and the seller can back out. The seller can say, I changed my mind. And the buyer is going to say, too late. The seller can say, too late. You weren't even here. No, the dinner is that when he, when, he, when he has someone else act on his behalf and it's his chus, the dinner is you can act notoriously for a person even though he's not present. And therefore, the, 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 the buyer cannot, excuse me, the seller cannot back out. If the, if the buyer decides, I'm interested, in that case, it goes back to the, the seller. Right? So it's all in the court of the buyer. He says he's not interested in Correct. It. Exactly. Yeah, so therefore, he's interested in it, he has to follow through with the sale. Oh, in the economy, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't think he has to, he, he can't change his mind. Once he says, I agree, I want it, that's too late. Right. He has to, yeah, at that point, it's like he made the king himself. Right. This, 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 the, the, the uh, buyer on whose behalf this is being done, who agrees, he says, that's a good idea, I want it. He can't then go the next day and say, I my mind. Correct, yeah. Once he says, I want it, I want it. I don't want it, I don't want it. It's all up to the buyer at the moment he finds out about it. And therefore, because it's, it's all in the interest of, of the buyer is the one who has the upper hand over here. You can write a star for the meicher as a proof he sold to the buyer. And the buyer is not here because the buyer doesn't harm him. It's a proof of ownership for the buyer. If the buyer decides that he doesn't want it and the star is written, he can just tear it up. The buyer is always the one who pays for the safer fee because really for his interest, he's the one who needs the deed to prove it's his. If he doesn't want it, he doesn't want it, then he's tough to pay for it. That I'm not sure about. If he, just, if he says, you know, Hashem, I don't want this, we can't make him pay for this. Pay for the the is the general din. The, the buyer is the one who pays the safer. Now in a case over here where the buyer comes back and says, they finds out this is done without his acquiescence, I don't think you can force him to pay for the safer fee. A few of appear also, even in case where the seller is selling the field, he wants to get rid of it, it's not good quality, and so the seller is the one who really wants this to have the sale to happen more than the buyer does. Still, it is that the, ultimately the star is proof on the, for the buyer that he's the right overall owner, he's responsible, generally speaking, to pay for the safer's fee. Now, again, the case in where Halacha Aleph, where he says, when the, the buyer comes, finds out this was done without his awareness, and he says, I'm not interested, I don't think at that point. You make a pay for the star. It's only the event that the sale is finalized. The passions, base. So what, so what like Avraham just said, this guy basically becomes a shliach for the buyer without the buyer even appointing him. That's it. You can act as a shliach only on the, on, in, to help somebody else, not to hurt them, even though he has no awareness. No, the seller appointed him. No, but he, he's purchasing on, on behalf of the buyer who's not present. The seller is here himself. The seller is here in flesh and blood. The buyer is in Timbuktu. Right. So it's a shliach on behalf of the buyer. Because the buyer the here. Gives to the so well, the, the, is here. So somebody stands the in and acts as a shliach on behalf of the buyer, even though the buyer is not present. Even because, though he's not aware of it. Exactly. The buyer is not present. aware because it's in his interest. That's the buyer the, knows that he's buying for him? No. No. He, he finds out afterwards. Well, he I, doesn't know, man. Right. Base. Vechena Eved Shekonei Machar Eved Kanani Similarly, 
Evid Kanani over here, not Evid Ivri. Evid Kanani who sells for his master or he buys on behalf of his master. And also Matonian is like the lawyer. He receives a gift or gives a gift from his, you know, on behalf of his master. Yad Ha'odna, you know, when the owner finds it, when the master finds out about it, he, the ball's in his court. If he says, I agree that, yeah, it's a good idea, that whatever gift he gave or received or sale he did is standing. In Barat, if he says, no, that wasn't a good idea, whatever he did is nullified as if nothing happened. Why did he give him? The the slave, the, oh, fine. But he took from the master's property. He's he's a slave. He's, he works in the master's domain, right? He's 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 the overseer of the. He's the no, not not his permission. He wasn't there. The owner no, he wasn't there. No, but ultimately, no, it's, but he's the slave. It's his job. Deal with his stuff. He's the slave who controls the barley field. He's the slave who runs the barley show. Guy comes along and he sells him a pound of barley. The master comes along and says, "I didn't want that to happen. I don't like that. This barley yeah. show." So then the sales bottle. By a verbal behavior alone, the Odin can sustain or nullify the gift of the sale. It's okay, necessary. When the owner says, a week later, comes back from overseas trip, he says, Yeah, it's a good idea. I'm glad that sale went through. The sale is good. No need to do a key and everything happened already. Just a sale. Once the master says, I wanted it, retroactively, it's good. Gimel. Chain, what happens? How, what's the relationship between, a, between a, a wife and a husband in Tera? Remember, according to Tera, whatever a woman owns, a husband owns. Right. Who has the rights in a household to give a old kapata to a beggar? The wife and the husband. the husband. Right? So, in other words, what, what exactly, what's the arrangement? Right? right? right, right. Oh, so that's the halacha Gimel is going to describe. A woman sold or gave a gift. She gave one of her hundred kapatas to a poor person. Yeah? Whether it's something that belonged to her husband, her husband's property, over which, over which she, has, she has no control. Or a property of Tsein Barzel, which is what is Tsein Barzel? Iron sheep. What exactly does it mean, iron sheep? <laughs> it means like this. When the woman gets married to her husband, she has personal property. When she gets married to him, he acquires that property. Now, there's, a, there's an arrangement that if the marriage is dissolved because he passes away the, the divorce, then she gets the, those, that property back. What level of responsibility does a husband have to return though, that property? So, nilchitsarim barazol means that they're items... And he takes after he dies or divorces her. Well, if he dies, the heirs return it, but the estate returns it. Nielsen Tzarim means iron sheep. The idea is that he, he, they evaluate these items, how much are they worth? Okay, $25. He's guaranteeing her that if the marriage dissolves, she gets $25. I, those items may have gone down to $2 or up to $1,000. Look at difference. That value is what she gets back in cash. That's why it's called Tzarim Barzal Iron Sheep. The value of the days they came into the marriage. Evaluation, when they're evaluated. That, 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 which is usually the day of the marriage. Yeah, the day the suit was written. Yeah. That's why it's called... because it doesn't move. So it's called Tzarim Barzal because there was such an arrangement among shepherds. The shepherd would go... Oh, a guy has sheep. He has no idea how to take care of them. He goes to a shepherd and the shepherd uh, evalu- evalu- how the sheep's worth $1,000. Take the sheep, use the wool, sell the wool, sell the milk. I get back $1,000. Not a penny more, not a penny less. So the owner is not going to make a lot of profit, but he's not going to lose a penny either. The shepherds hope they're going to make money. So that arrangement guaranteed of this sheep is called Tsein Barzal because it was a common thing among the shepherds called Tsein Barzal. Tsein because it's like it's a sheep, was a common arrangement. And Barzal because ironclad guarantee, as this expression goes, right? Ironclad. Yeah, ironclad, thank you, guarantee. So that's why we use the expression Tsein Barzal. Sheikh Nisaloi, which she brought into the marriage, okay, that's, what, what, that's a, a one way of evaluating his responsibility to her items. Or, for example, if he says these items, these are the items you are entitled to take for your ksuba in the event that she's entitled to a ksuba. 
so those are things that are very specific that these are things he is committing to give her this piece of property this, this movable item right so that's, that's things that she has rights to which is unlike Nisbet and Barzel she brings this item into the marriage and if the marriage is dissolved she takes the item whether up in value down in value whether it completely got worn out because it was used that's called Nisbet and Barzel the violent he gets to use it correct because everything belongs to him right so or the use belongs to him and whether it's all these applies to movable property or landed property all these things a woman gives them away to somebody else or sells them for that matter she buys something for the house she takes money right she goes buys for the household or she gets a gift when the husband finds out about this gift that she gave or received or the sales she purchased or sold he has the rights to verify it validate it excuse me he says good, good job it's finalized. We bought the lavati. He says, "Bad job." Levat lakar. The whole sale is nullified. She comes in with an orchard. That's an orchard. No, she came into the marriage. If the marriage is all, she gets the orchard and she leaves. Whether we're up in value, down in value. What's the definition? I'm not sure the word malug means offhand. I don't remember that, but it means that as it is, she takes it. Whether it went up or down, right? Ah, okay. Right. Okay. Aval. That's that's if the woman sells or buys or or gives or, 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 or receives gifts from the household estate. Aval. Habal shemachinos. If the husband gives a gift, 